this is Charlene. I'm your original hustler. So I decided I wanted to have a podcast. I've been out there for 30 years in telecommunications, uh, old school telemarketing, learned sales from good old fashioned hard work and holding multiple jobs. And I decided uh, I started a company two years ago. It's blowing up. Sell smart, not hard. Look it up www.sellsmart-nothard.com Think work smart, not hard, but for sales. And uh, we talk to a lot of people. And uh, I love to consult. I mean, you know, there's people who get paid thousands to give the advice that I give and and the assistance I give. I ran a multi-million dollar company, uh, getting sales, making shit happen. And uh, I decided... I enjoy it so much, why not tell the world? So here I am. <laughs> so hey, you know, I think about uh, if I was in your shoes, I was listening to this right now, what would I want to hear? I would want to hear, what can I learn from you that's going to help me in my life? So I think about um, the way I've structured my business is almost like an interactive consultative experiment. Uh, what I mean by that is when I look at business owners, a lot of them want to hire a marketing company and they hear about digital marketing. So now they have to do digital marketing and they'll just go out and, and look at, talk to different people, talk to VAs, talk to, uh, you know, freelancers, go on, you know, a million and one different um you know, sites that are out there designed to give you access to freelancers or access to VAs or, you know, just go out on it. Who knows? I'm here to tell you, don't do that. Don't hire a single person. And the reason I say that is, unless you know the basics, you can't. You want somebody to fix your car, very simple. You go down to an a mechanic shop, you know someone in there is going to know how to fix the car. So if one can't fix it, someone can, more than likely you're going to get a pretty good car. You hire somebody for digital marketing, typically remotely, you never see these people, don't really know what they're capable of. Almost 100% of them, their websites are terrible and they give you that same old story. Oh, you know, it's that old adage, you know, the person that, you know, fixes homes, but their home's mess. No. You need to understand. You need to understand the mechanics of sales, not just digital marketing. Because people call it digital marketing because it sounds so mysterious and so exciting. Honey, it's just a new evolution of selling. That's it. There's new tools, digital tools that help you to sell. It is not the tools that do the selling, it is you. So yes, there are people out there that use these tools and make millions and billions of dollars. Go ahead, set up all the click funnel, you know, snappy wappy, (laughs) doozy whatsy you want. You don't know how to sell. You are literally wasting your time. Because not only do you not know how to sell, more than likely, if you're looking into resources like that, but you don't know how to use those resources. So you're going further away from your goal because now you're focused on, oh, but if I could just get this one tool to work, if I could just get this one thing to work. No, you need to learn the basics. So whenever I interview a customer, and yes, I did say interview a customer, I interview them too. I'm allowed. (laughs) I think to myself, okay, 
what are the things that I want to ask this person that are going to help me to understand where they're at? Now, the obvious would be, you know, what are your goals? What are you looking to accomplish? And and most people can answer that, you know, pretty much. I like to ask one question and it usually catches people off guard. I ask them, what is your purpose and why did you start your business? And in the answer to that question, I have everything I need to help them. So side note, now I know why people are addicted to podcasts. So if you listen to my previous episode, you'll know that I left off saying the first thing I ask a client when I'm hiring them for my company, Sell Smart not hard. That's www.sellsmart-nothard.com. Um, the first thing I do is I say, what is your purpose and why did you start your business? And a lot of times um, they'll be tempted to say, I want to make money. But typically if you get them to take a step back and remember, there was a day, if you go back to that day, Sometimes you don't do this in your mind often enough and go back to that moment, that moment where you had that dream, where you had that excitement, where you had that vision and you said, I'm going to start a business and I'm going to what? And it's always a true answer. It's always an amazing answer. Sometimes in my mind, I assume I know what they're going to say, but they get so deep and so detailed that it is what I thought like to help people, like let's say something like that. But it's, it's, they get so detailed and so specific that you, you see the passion, like you see that spark and you almost see them recognize that, get back in touch with that. The longer somebody's been in business, a lot of times the further they are away from that initial urgency factor. I have to get out there. I have to get out there. I have to help people. if you listen to my previous episode, you'll know (laughs) that I have an amazing organic sound effect in my home, which are my cats. Now, any normal person with a podcast would say, wow, I certainly can't leave that crazy friggin' cat fight on the end of my podcast where I'm talking about the urgency factor of my customers and how they got back in touch with their passion and got excited about what they were doing and got really in touch with that and then a cat fight emerges. Like seriously, how could I edit that out? (laughs) So if you didn't hear it, go back and listen. I meant everything I said and my kitties agreed. (laughs) But um, you really want to know what's amazing about a business, get to know their story. And, uh, you know, it's so funny. I, I, I'm starting to really understand why podcasts are so necessary. Um, when, when you're just talking live, unscripted, which this most certainly is, um, you just think and you just hear yourself say stuff that just makes so much sense. So what I mean by that is as I'm talking to you, I'm thinking about everybody keeps saying, sell with a story, sell with a story. You don't have to sell with a story. Just tell your story. We all have them. You don't have to make it up. 
you don't have to put a couple cute little pictures and songs together and make someone feel a certain way. Tell your story. Do you know how amazing your story is? We all have one. They're all amazing. We wouldn't be where we were if they weren't. We wouldn't be who we were if they weren't. And guess what? If you don't have an amazing story to tell, go out and make one. Go do some shit. Go shake some shit up. Make some shit happen. Get your story. And if you have a story, tell your story. People connect with that. Do you like my noisy home with my buses and my cats? (laughs) Who the hell needs... Sound bites when you live in Long Island. Beep, beep, get on the bus. (laughs) But, um, yeah, tell your story. Your story. If you don't know your story, reach deep within you. Get your story. Narrate your story. Write your story. And if you don't have anything in there, dig deeper. It's there. Don't be afraid. There was a time in my life when I was a ghost. There's a lot of people out there, (laughs) oh God, especially today, that are ghosts. You don't have a story, you're a ghost. You have a story. So getting back to what I was saying before, when somebody tells you the reason why they started their business, what made them so passionate, the answers are always just either heartbreaking or heartwarming or they just get me so excited. And and when I started this company, I know I did it for a reason. I did it to help people. But the more I get to meet people, I do it to hear all the amazing stories that are out there and more importantly, be a part of telling them. So if you listened to my last episode, we were talking all about stories and, you know, just to recap, um, my company is Sell Smart Not Hard, www.sellsmart-nothard.com. I have a company that does a lot of things to accomplish one goal. And that one goal is helping business owners to achieve their dreams by telling their story, which would then compel people to buy their product or buy their service. So in essence, it's the truest form of selling. So we left off on the last episode talking about how important it is to tell your story, and I think I made my point. So I want to tell you my story. I feel like this is the beginning of my podcast, my first few episodes Uh, I can already tell that there's going to be many, many, many more to come, so hopefully you're enjoying it so far. Um, But if you're going to get to know me and I'm going to allow you to uh, come into my world, then let me tell you my story. Uh, So at the highest level of who I am, um, you can definitely call me a survivor. And I don't mean in the hokey Beyonce way. I mean like some real shit. And uh, one of the things that I've survived was some pretty incredible work environment. A lot of people don't realize that the life that you have 
before work, as you're a kid, as you're a teen, as you're in school, the things that you learn, the situations you uh, experience and adapt to, they form the way that you will deal with encounters in the real world. And there's nothing realer than your workplace because basically you grow up and you work and maybe you have a family and maybe you, you know, have kids and maybe you do things and have fun. But at the end of the day, there's a core to everything that we do and it needs to be money. We need money to survive. And in order to survive with money, you need a job. So I feel like your job is really important. And, um, a lot of people miss that point because they go through the norm. They find a job, they, you know, do their best to navigate the job, uh, rules and guidelines. Um, you know, they, they are quiet when people are mean to them because it's their job and that's how they make money. Um, they are either really timid to trying to advance because they don't want to, you know, stir the pot and uh, make waves and, you know, just kind of slide right in there and just go in, make your money and leave. So many people fall into that rut. So many, myself included. And what was even worse for me is my capability was so loud. Uh, my talent was so obvious that even though I did try to, you know, be a wallflower and fade into the background, um, it was just blatantly friggin' obvious that I was a badass <laughs> and I didn't even know it. Um, but everyone around me did, especially the people that were threatened by me. And, uh, they made sure that they, uh, did everything they could to keep me from realizing what a badass I really was. I think there's a lot of people out there like that who have all this capability, but their self-confidence and their self-image keeps them from seeing it. But people on the outside looking in, they see it. And more importantly, they can see that insecurity. So they just want to keep that insecurity in place so that they can, you know, drain the pieces that they need off of this individual with all this high capacity for ability, but keep them damped down just enough that they never realize their true potential so that they get that competitive edge that would then lead to some sort of threat, whether it be um, getting too strong or, you know, rocking the boat and leaving or, you know, whatever that may be. Um, For me, I believed that story for many, 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 way, way, way too many years. And uh, I don't know why one day I just decided um, I'm going to see what I can do if I just spread my wings and fly. And it was probably the scariest thing I've ever done in my life. I'm sure we've all been at that one of those pivotal points where we, you know, are hitting a crossroad and one road is the same road, so it's pretty familiar, but one road is, you know, mysterious, but we feel like there might be something good there. And uh, everybody hits it many times in their life where they come to those crossroads. And unfortunately, most often we take the path that we know. Um, but this one time, I didn't. And nobody um, supported me. No one agreed with me. Everyone thought I was crazy. I was making good money. You're doing really well. You know your job. Everyone loves you. What the hell is wrong with you?
So, we left off on my last episode. Just to recap, I had left a really um, lucrative position. I was doing really well. I was in a place I was comfortable. I was top in my field. I had all the accolades I needed. I could have basically named what I wanted and more than likely they would have given it to me. I didn't let them know I knew that, but I knew that. And um, I just walked away. I just walked away pretty much empty-handed from that whole experience just to find um, some, some additional potential that I may have been um, not allowed to demonstrate in the restrictive environment I was in, um, which is very typical, by the way, when you are a successful woman in business, not to get on that pulpit, but it's true, but that's okay, because um, I did the unthinkable. I, I walked away from that comfort zone with a home in Long Island and a family and everything else. I did the unthinkable. I just, I just walked away from my comfort zone. And a lot of people said, what the hell is wrong with you? And uh, I'll tell you what's wrong with me. A good friend of mine um, came into my office one day and saw me crying and feeling sorry for myself. And, uh, you know, she saw, like everybody else, what was going on around me. She slammed the door behind her when she came in. And she looked at me and she put her finger in my face. And I'll never forget the next word she said. And this is my, my, my podcast, so I can say them. She said, don't forget who the fuck you are. Those are the words that changed my life. So I'm going to share them with you today if you're listening. Somebody's pushing you around and you don't like where you're at or you're not sure if you're capable. Don't forget who the fuck you are. Once you realize that, once you realize that there's something inside of you that is so freaking incredible that just hasn't been, hasn't come out yet. And everybody sees it but you. When you see it, when you find it, when you identify with it, oh boy! <laughs> and that's been, um, that's been basically, I, I would say, in, in, some, in some ways that's the end of my story, but in some ways that's the beginning of my story. Because there was a lot that happened to get up to that point. But that moment when I made that decision to step away from everything that had led up to that point in my life, I started a whole new chapter. A chapter that I had complete control of because nobody could say that they got me there. I put myself in a position where if I succeeded or failed, it wouldn't matter because at the end of the day, whatever happened was on me. And there is a... Um, there is a symbol of control in that and having power over your own life and empowering yourself that is life changing you know how you know if you're in control of your life or not it's very simple when something happens do you say shit I can't let that happen again I'm going to fix that or do you say oh that happened because this person did that and that person did this and he said that, and she said that, and this is just the way I am, or just the place I live, or just the cards I was dealt. You're giving away all of your power to people who could really care less. The moment you say, I'm unhappy with my job, I 
make good money, everyone's happy. And yes, I stay here to support my family and I'm here dealing with this abuse for my family. But I don't want to deal with it anymore. So I'm going to find a way to support my family and still be happy and still feel complete and still feel like a human being that has a lot to offer, that's a good person that people appreciate. I can have both. I do not need to make excuses why I need to compromise my happiness for the happiness and well-being of others. It is my decision if I want to accept that or not. And when I realized that, I said, okay, let's ride, bitch. <laughs> so if you've been with me through all of the several episodes I've done now, um, you'll realize that I can get serious and I can be real silly. And I think it's okay to have those different dimensions of yourself because there's times when both are appropriate. So, on our last episode, I was talking about really owning who you are and really just deciding no matter what people say, no matter what they do, no matter how they might protest, just be you. And prior to that, we were talking about my story and how it relates to where I am today. And uh, at that turning point where I got up and left my job and started my company, Sell Smart, um, with my purpose, which was to help business owners who were really struggling to navigate through today's bizarre world of selling and expose them to skills that are really necessary for them to stay relevant. Um, that was my goal. That was my purpose. That was the reason I did what I did. Obviously, I needed to make money for my family. But I also wanted to help people. I wanted to find somebody who'd been in business for 20 years and just wasn't making it work anymore and didn't know why and help them to find the answers. And the last two years have been a journey for me. Um, if you're a business owner and you're out there and you're thinking to yourself, I don't know what happened. Like it used to be so different. Uh, I used to, the phone used to ring and people would just come in and it was just so much easier. And, and you're right. It was. There was a time when people just got the idea that they needed something and they just went to their local business and, and that's just how it used to be. But it's not anymore. And until I started digital marketing and learning the mechanics of how to help a business to succeed in today's environment, until I went down that journey I never realized that I think that this whole underground world of 
marketing and um, driving traffic and generating leads and, and all of this, I think it's been kind of evolving beneath the surface of the world. And it's only now becoming so clear and visible that these things exist, but they've been there a long time. I just think that they're tactics that were never really exposed to the rest of the world until the internet made them completely accessible. But even though we all know there's um, things that marketing uses to manipulate us and get us under control and get us to want their product, even though we know it, to really see it in action and to really understand the simplicity behind it, but how powerful it is, is nothing short of incredible. And uh, what's even more incredible is the sad fact that there's so many people that need to utilize these tools and technology, and they're just not. Um, it may be a fear factor, it may be an unwillingness to adapt. Um, probably that's the reason why every major um, shift has happened in our world. Um, hell, even the dinosaurs became obsolete um, because they just had reached their evolution point. Um, I think the difference between then and now is evolution has become a choice.